It's gross blunder to theorize before one has data. At Data Chart, we analyze Our politicians are indulgent when it comes to dealing with crime. We interrogate we need to increase the strength of the police. But right now, there are about 370,000, according to them. And uh, how do they cover Nigeria? We interpret. And the trafficking in persons law has said that you cannot use any child that is below 12 in any home as a domestic help. We help decision makers and you understand the numbers. 78% of citizens agree or strongly agree that the news media should constantly investigate and report on government mistakes. Join the data charts conversation every Wednesday at 2.30 p.m on WFM 106.3 Abuja as we interrogate polls and survey findings. For advert placement, call 0906-420-5487 or you can email us at noipost.datachart at gmail.com. You can also visit us at 4 Depth Street, Meitama, Abuja. Data Charts. Powered by NOI Polls Limited. It's gross blunder to theorize before one has data. At Data Chart, we analyze our politicians are indulgent when it comes to dealing with crime. We interrogate. We need to increase the strength of the police. But right now, there are about 370,000, according to them. And uh, how do they cover Nigeria? We interpret. And the trafficking in persons law has said that you cannot use any child that is below 12 in any home as a domestic help. We help decision makers and you understand the numbers. 78% of citizens agree or strongly agree that the news media should constantly investigate and report on government mistakes. Join the data charts conversation every Wednesday at 2.30 p.m. on WFM 106.3 Abuja as we interrogate polls and survey findings. Data Charts, powered by NOI Polls Limited. All right, good afternoon. It is a lovely Wednesday afternoon in the beautiful city of Abuja, and it is NOI Polls Data Chart Wednesday. Data that focuses on analyzing, interpreting, and interrogating polls and survey findings, majorly from NOI polls or our national partners. On today's edition of Data Chat, we will be looking at a very important topic that affects each and every one of us, the issue of gender equality. Uh, first off, it is ideological for everyone to be given equal opportunities, irrespective of their gender. For any country to accelerate its development, there is need for women's involvement in political leadership and in governance. To this end, on today's edition of Data Chat, we will be looking at uh, our past poll on gender equality and participation of women, with focus on participation of women in governance. I am Abba David. Please stay with us. We will be right back. According to Hal Varian, Chief Economist Google, the ability to take data, to be able to understand it, to process it, to extract value from it, to visualize it, to communicate it, is going to be a hugely important skill in the next decade. At NOI Polls, we offer 
the combination of forward-thinking research and relevant data for the private, public and the third sector across Nigeria and West Africa. We provide timely and relevant information on public opinions across sectors. Our values and principles are wrapped around professionalism, excellence, teamwork, integrity and commitment. Call 092904162 or email inquiries at noi-polls.com. Also visit us at number 4 Depp Street, Meitama, Abuja. Remember, without data, you're just another person with an opinion. NOI polls, data, analytics, data bank, strategy. All right, welcome back. It's still data chat on WeFM 106.5, powered by NOI polls. On today's edition of data chat, we will be looking at gender equality with focus on women's participation in politics. Gender equality is not only a fundamental human right, but it is also a necessary foundation for peaceful, prosperous, and a sustainable world. There has been progress over the past decades. We have more girls going to schools. Uh, now we have fewer girls who are forced into early marriage, and more women are serving in government. Uh, but despite this, there are challenges as women are still being underrepresented in various leadership roles. Since 1999, the country has had four presidents and about 100 governors across the 36 states. But none of them has been a woman. Nigerian women have excelled both in the public and private sector, but they've not been given the right opportunity to participate in governance and political positions. They are, out of the 109 senators, there are only seven women. And out of the 360 House of Rep members, there are only 12 women. According to a report by Budget, women occupy about 5.8% of political offices in Nigeria, while men occupy about 94.2% of political offices. Despite having a high proportion of registered voters at 47%, women are still being underrepresented in the political space in Nigeria. During the last election, 2019 election, out of a total of 73 people who vied for the position of the president, only six of them were women. We have 67 men. Out of a total of 1,064 candidates who contested for the post of governors at different states, only 80 of them were women. We have 984 male contestants. For those who contested for Senate, we have a total of 1,903 contestants and only 234 of them were women and for those who contested for the position of house of reps out of a total of 4703 we have only 511 women and 4192 men so uh, this shows how underrepresented women are at all levels both at the federal state and local level uh, to this end, we decided to bring back our past poll on gender equality with focus on women's participation in politics. To help analyze and discuss the poll findings, our guest on today's edition of Data Chat is Mrs. Ladipo Imabong Sanusi. She is the Executive Director of Women Trafficking and Child Labor Eradication Foundation. It's good to have you here, ma. Thank you so much, Abba. Good afternoon, Nigerians. And also to present the poll findings, uh, a, a research fellow with NOI polls, Debe Wanze, 
will be presenting findings from the poll. Uh, the poll was conducted in commemoration of the International Women's Day, which held on 8 March. Uh, it's held annually on 8 March. So this poll was conducted earlier this year to commemorate uh, this year's International Women's Day. So the next voice you'll be hearing is that of Debis. He'll be presenting findings from our poll. Okay, thank you, Abba, and good afternoon, Nigerians. So uh, as part of findings from the poll, we had asked, in your opinion, do you think that there's gender equality in Nigeria? And to that, 61%, that is more than half, 61% of Nigerians disclose that they do not believe that there's gender equality in Nigeria, whereas 39% said that they do agree that there's gender equality in Nigeria. On a geopolitical analysis, we found that 72% of residents in the South-South disagree with the idea that there's gender equality in Nigeria. That was the highest proportion by geopolitical zone. Whereas 53%, this was the lowest proportion by geopolitical zone, disagree that there's gender equality in Nigeria. This was found in the North Central region. Okay, we had also asked, um, to what extent do you agree or disagree that women are currently given equal opportunity as men in politics? And to that, the majority, 63%, said that they disagree that women are given equal, currently given equal opportunity as are men in politics. Whereas 32%, which was the minority, um, agree that women are given equal opportunity as men in politics, with 5% being on the fence, being indifferent. We had also asked... Um, in your opinion, do you think that women in Nigeria face discrimination in getting governance and political leadership positions? And to that, 73% of Nigerians nationwide agreed that yes, they believe women face discrimination in getting uh, leadership positions in governance. Whereas 27% disagreed with the opinion that um, women face discrimination in getting leadership positions. Again, just to highlight by geopolitical analysis that the South-South region recorded the highest proportion of residents, 80%, again, agreeing with the earlier uh, finding, 80% of residents in the South-South attested that women face discrimination in getting governance and political leadership positions. This was the highest across the geopolitical zones. Now, on suggestions on reducing gender equality in Nigeria, we had asked, in your opinion, what do you think should be done to reduce gender inequality in Nigeria? And to that, 36% mentioned enforced policies that will support gender equality. 14% said women should have their own political party. Other reasons mentioned or um, solutions proffered were give women quality education, Women should come out and support other women uh, by creating opportunity for women in every position. However, 14% said nothing. The status quo should be maintained. Uh, with regards to perception on the role of religion in gender discrimination in Nigeria, we had asked, in your opinion, do you think religion plays a role in gender discrimination in Nigeria? And to that, 61%, which is the majority, said yes, they believe that um, religion plays a role in gender discrimination in Nigeria, whereas 39% said no, they do not believe religion plays a role in gender discrimination in Nigeria. We found a slightly larger proportion in the north compared to the south attesting that religion does play a role in gender discrimination in Nigeria.
Those were the highlights from the findings of our poll. All right, thank you. That has been the voice of Debe Wanze. Debe is research fellow at NOI Polls. All right, back to our discussion. Uh, findings from our poll are showing that the majority of Nigerians at 61% nationwide think that currently we don't have gender equality in Nigeria. Women are being underrepresented at most level. How much progress have we made over the past years? Um, I think um, I want to appreciate the uh, NOI polls. It's very authentic. Uh, we've been making progress. I think there's a saying in Africa that once you move your body, once you keep moving, wriggling, you're moving one step at a time. For instance, um, the Federal Ministry of Women Affairs, I think under the current minister, is really pulling its weight. Yesterday there was a conference called Men's Conference and a lot of issues came on board. We are making progress, whether uh, traditionally through the media or even the social media. I think the progress may be slow, but I think it's steady and then we can do more. For instance, women now have um, a space where they can air their views. Like this, there's a women radio. I think yesterday they were one of the organizers of the program. Um, even though we have not gotten there, even though like um, when you analyze the number of uh, women at the National Assembly and the House of Representatives is very disheartening. We, we, we don't seem to get enough women. I think it, we fell short of what we had in the pre previous uh, assembly. We are making progress in the sense that more girls are being enrolled and retained in schools. And despite the fact that we're having conflicts, despite the fact that we're having uh, adoption, despite the fact that we're having kidnapping, despite the fact that we're having environmental issues. I think you saw on social media just um, two days ago, uh, a video and a picture showing girls that were raped on their way to school. So these things, the outcry from the social media is really help giving us a helping hand. I want to say that though the progress is snail paced, but we are moving forward and more can be done. All right. Thank you. Also, if you look at other findings from the poll, an overwhelming 73% of Nigerians are saying women are being discriminated in getting leadership roles and position in governance. What are some of the constraints that prevent women from getting into leadership positions? I think we should keep highlighting that um, gender issues, inclusiveness is a cross-cutting issue. It is something that all women, all stakeholders are fighting to bring women from the background to the foreground to make women more productive than just being reproductive agents. One of them is patriarchy. Abba, would you say you have not heard of the man who sent the wife away because the woman mm. saved money? to buy a house. Oh. She saved money and got a house. The man was angry. Rather than say, oh, this is something that we can all join hands and benefit from. If he doesn't want to live in that house, that woman can give it out for rent. I'm sure you know Wusi Market. Yes. Have you gone there and see how women try and manage space? When you, look, when you enter that market, see very small, slim space that is not even easy for the woman to enter, but that is where her shop is. And you see how we have this uh, pouch, the cloth pouch. She opens and keeps saving her, her vegetable money. I'm talking about women that sell vegetable. Those women have paid school fees up to university level for their children. So when, when patriarchy is involved, you believe that women should just be, uh, you know, subservient, just be put in the corner. They should not come out. It can be very insulting when a woman says, ah, 
Nami go be next governor. Mm. It's very insultive. Whereas when you look at the ladder from childhood, like for the girl child, for instance, when you look at the class of 36, mostly in those days, we had 36 people in the class. But these days, the class uh, in the public school is quite larger. Yeah, you see that the population of girls are larger. These girls struggle. They stay in school. Even despite the fact some of them are victims of child labor, or victims of human trafficking that we get to know, they try. But at the end, when it comes to them being at the, you know, being at the decision-making table, you find men doing all the talks. You don't see women. So there's a, a kind of shh, shh on women. Yeah. Stay at the background. You're a woman. You're not supposed to come out. And then the religious issue too. See, sometimes you see women as inferior inferior like the men's um um conference yesterday i heard that <laughs> you know one of the emirs now sent her daughter to present him it was like an insult why should the woman stand and talk when men are seated these are the things we have to realize when one of those days when i went to um um you know uh, the finland uh, international days they showed us a video that finland is uh, i'm sorry i have to cite example now that finland is the happiest country in the world just why because they say they balance everything everything must be balanced if they are looking for 100 engineers 50 must be women 50 must be girls why is it that the girl child is only good for hawking on the street why is it that the girl child is the only one that can sit and nurture the baby can do the cleaning the floor mopping and everything why is it that is the girl child why not everybody to share roles you see that the humans so far we are humans so it starts from even the girl child level the girl child being married off at just a very tender age. These are issues that are just militating against the process, uh, progress of women in the country. Women don't get to sit in the boardroom, but right. they get to sit in the kitchen and do all the sweating out. The impact of patriarchy and religion can never be overemphasized in terms of the impact on gender inequality in Nigeria. But we keep talking about women being involved in politics, women being involved in governance. Why is it important for women to be involved in governance? It's very important to, for women to be involved in governance because it shows development. It shows that we are no longer a primitive society. When you look at some climbs in the world, women have been in governance since a long time in such countries. It shows that we are living up to the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. These are, the, these are treaties we signed into. It shows that the policies, policies and documents that Nigeria have, we are not just keeping them on the shelf. It shows that we are going to be all involved. Let me tell you something. Women are, can be, they are multitaskers. They can, they can multitask. Women are resilient. Women are very strong. Women are vibrant. I'll give you an instance. On Monday, when I got home, my husband was worried. He said he couldn't sleep because he saw a girl child. She was crying, heart rendering cry. Why were you crying? She said she's always given four bottles of granite to sell every day. And she comes all the way from a very remote village. And what happened that day? Where she normally sells, the men ate off her granite and refused to pay. And she said she cannot go home. Imagine that girl was really was ready to kill herself. My husband said, this is the same way I gave birth to my daughter. You can see, and this girl comes almost every day to this same spot. You can see how strong this and resilient the girl child or the woman can be the woman is the one that nurtures although when you talk about the reproductive aspect it's also is limited to the household to the domestic aspect you can make a woman productive too let her get paid remember 
the United Nations Secretary General said during the pandemic, during the lockdown, that all the hidden economies of the world are all embedded in women. All right, uh, let's hold you there. We would also want our listeners to join this conversation. The numbers to call to be a part of this conversation is 81 76 or you can call 081-76-87-2134. I'll take that again. 081-76-87-2132. You can also send us a WhatsApp message on 090-5353-5305. All right. Uh, countries like uh, Rwanda and South Africa came up with a quota system to ensure women's participation and governance. Do you think having uh, a system of such will work for us in Nigeria? Will that encourage more women to participate in politics? But before we get your views on that, let's take this call. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, good How are you? Fine, thank you. Good afternoon to you, okay. Um, I think um, I try to listen to a position and I don't think there is any man out there that uh, we want to to see a, a woman uh, somehow go through anything that is uh, uh, that is not right. Um, but uh, the, the focus now is the women participation in policies and leadership. If I can narrow it down for what she's saying, yes. And I want to disagree with your position. There is nobody or any government policy that is preventing women from standing shoulder to shoulder with men. If there is any such in Nigeria constitution, she can point it out so that I can be more enlightened. If you say women are in disadvantaged positions, maybe by virtue of background, by virtue of capacity, or by virtue of their, their nation, well, I can accept that. But there is no policy that is deliberately designed to make sure that women are not uh, are, are not equal to men. All right. But at the same time, at the same time, if, if you have to trace the the tradition of let me start from Africa of women and men. We have we have a very limited time. You have to round up, please. Okay. Well, maybe I should stop. Because if you have given us a window to contribute, and you will not allow us to say what we have to say. I don't think I can make this kind of submission in a second. Right. It's okay. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Have a great okay, day. Okay. Thank you, sir. I think you heard me in the first instance. I said we are making progress, but there's still room for improvement earlier on. Yes. Okay. Your question again, All sir. right. So I'll go back to the initial question. Countries like Rwanda and South Africa has introduced quota system to encourage women's participation in politics. Currently in Rwanda, we have over 50% of women in leadership positions. Do you think introducing such quota system in Nigeria would work for us? I think it will work because Nigeria is a very large country. Uh, we have different ethnic groups. We have different religious um, um, backgrounds. We have different, um, you know, environmental issues that, you know, favors or disfavor us. Um, All right, let's okay. hold you there, please. We have another caller on the line. Hello, good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon. Yes, please. Good afternoon for your guest. Yeah, good afternoon. Your name and where you're calling from, uh, please. My name is Abu. I'm calling from Berkey. Okay, please make your point. Uh, my my point is that how many women are ready to take the bull by the hand? And how many women are ready to support each other? 
because in the life I live, which is the Africa I live, I notice some women are so envious to themselves. They cannot be able to stand. Some cannot be able to stand and support. Some, neither some are the pillars of some. And how are they going to do all these things for them to recognize? Despite the fact the recognition is there, but for how long are they going to be recognized globally? without them finding themselves easier to themselves. Then secondly, I will realize there is some abuse of a girl child, which I believe women are in the position to speak it out, not men, because I notice nowadays men are the ones speaking for the girl child, not for the women anymore. All right, thank what you, Abu. And how comes? Thank, thank you. you very much. Yeah, thank o you. Okay, Abu, if I may quickly say something. Men that are speaking, we call them... Um, those speaking, we call them he for she. We want more men to speak for girls. We want more men to do things for the girls. That way it will be balanced because some women have already been shout they have been shouting for long, for ages. They, are they seem to be tired. So let the men keep speaking. We welcome that, sir. All right. Uh, while we're rounding up, the national gender policy demands 35% uh, involvement of women yes. at all levels of governance. Yes. The 8th National Assembly voted against this policy what is the implication of this and how can we ensure that more women participate in governance unfortunately if we have to revisit this issue it's quite pathetic because i even remember when one of the women came out and said she wants to be a president she voted for herself alone you can see how uh, disheartening that is for the national assembly to vote against this this means they are still taking us back into the stone age if we need to improve the visibility of women we have to do that. Like the quota system you're talking about is going to really help. You, you know that even educationally speaking, there are some places called educationally disadvantaged area, yes. whereby you just lower the quota and even the mark for such people to get admitted mm -hmm. into the university. If you do, do that, it's going to help a lot of women. Remember that there are so many invisible women. We have the deaf, the blind, the physically challenged, you no, know, we have women in different situations and conditions. How do these women get involved? How are they going to hear? How are they going to understand what is being said? So I think the National Assembly should please wake up to this. Women need to come out. When he's talking about that nothing is preventing women, who owns the money? Who owns, who owns the decision making? When men ha make, uh, have meetings at night, who is going to allow the wife to say, okay, go for your political meeting at 12 midnight? There are lots of th things that don't favor women. They can't just, they need that support. They need the traditional leaders. They need the religious leaders to route for women. They need people who can speak for them. And then it is very, very expensive, very expensive to go into the political terrain. Can you allow women to take the forms free? And if possible, like the men's conference was saying, the professor that was speaking said he recommended that there should be more seats at the National Assembly where you can just leave those seats for women, mm. let them come out. When it is time to distribute uh, stipends, you know, tokenism, you remember women, but when it is time for you to, to have control, to make decision, to, you know, to do the main thing, women are always left behind in the background. All right, uh, that has been the voice of Mrs. Ladipo Sanusi. She is the Executive Director, Women Trafficking and Child Labor Eradication Foundation. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Ma. Thank it you. It has been a very informative me. discussion. We wish we can continue, but uh, our time is fast spent.
Uh, the issue of women involvement and governance can never be overemphasized. Uh, we are having a country where we have over about 50% of the population are women and we have less than 10% in leadership position. This is a call to all stakeholders to be involved in the push for women inclusiveness and governance and policies and in advancing democracy in Nigeria. On behalf of the entire staff and management of NOI Post team, I want to say a very big thank you to you and your your team the work cliff and to our dear listeners want to say thank you for joining in